2: Just before we start, I have a little message for my Japanese listeners. It might also be of interest to everyone else too. I have lots of listeners in Japan, and I know that this is quite a special time there, because a new emperor is going to take the throne, which means that there will be a new imperial era starting on the 1st of May this year. This is a time when a lot of Japanese people are deciding to make big resolutions for the future, and so it's the perfect time to start something new. And one of those things could be to take a fresh approach to learning English and to make a big step towards achieving the level of English that you've always wanted. So if you're looking for a service that can help you do that, why not consider taking lessons and having conversations with a native English speaker online using Cambly, my sponsor for this episode. Simply put, Cambly will connect you with the right person, the right teacher for one-to-one lessons in order to achieve fluency in English and to become a new improved version of you. Learning to speak English fluently helps you find a new voice and opens doors to a larger world of opportunity so check out cambly and start speaking english with native speakers today go to teacherluke.co.uk slash cambly and that's spelt c-a-m-b-l-y and use my ambassador code Teacher Luke, and you'll automatically get 10 minutes of talking time absolutely free teacherluke.co.uk slash cambly and use the code Teacher Luke at checkout to get started right now You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. You're listening to episode number 591, which is called London Native Speaker Interviews Revisited Part 1. The plan in this episode is to revisit some videos I recorded 10 years ago You might know the videos. They are on YouTube, quite successful on YouTube, so you may have seen them. They're also in the Luke's English Podcast app and also on my website. We're going to listen to the audio from one of those videos and break it all down in order to help you understand everything word for word, teaching you some lovely descriptive and idiomatic vocabulary in the process. So this episode is a bit of a flashback to 10 years ago when I first started doing the podcast. What happened 10 years ago, Luke, in 2009? Oh, all sorts of things happened. But one of them was that I went into central London armed with my video camera, an oyster card and a question to ask some members of the public. The question was, what is London really like? What is London like? It's probably worth just looking at that question for a moment. What's it like? That's a question that confuses learners of English all the time. The confusion is between what is it like and what does it like? A bit strange to say, what does it like? It's, it probably works better with a person. Oh, you've got a brother? Oh, that's cool. Is he older or younger? Yeah, he's older. What's he like? What is he like? The answer to that question is, oh, he's uh, he's cool. He's got a good sense of humour and he's quite sort of artistic. He likes music and uh, he, he's, he's, he doesn't really look like me but we are quite similar in some ways. That's what my brother is like. Okay, what is he like? And then you describe the person. It's not what does he like? Like he likes curry and uh, and music. That's what does he like? What is he like is he's he's got a good sense of humour. Um, he's uh, quite tall, you see? But in this case, it's what is London like? Meaning, describe London. What's it like to live in London? That was the question, really, that um, I had uh, when I made the video. I I interviewed people in the street, yeah, in London, and edited the footage into a series of five videos, which I published on YouTube, and the videos actually did very well. Part one now has 1.6 million views, and part two has a million views. Not bad. I mean, that is after 10 years, but uh, still, it's not bad to have a couple of videos that have done quite well. You might be thinking, as people often do at this point, uh, you might be thinking, are you rich now because of those videos? Are you a millionaire because you've got a video with 1.6 million views? No, not at all, not even a little bit. The reason for that is, well, that's another story for another time, really. But to make money off YouTube videos, first of all, you need to monetize the video, which means adding, like putting adverts... On the video, or at least clicking a box that sort of allows YouTube to put uh, adverts at the beginning or in the middle or whatever of your videos. And I didn't choose to do that until, like, you know, really late. In 2009, the option wasn't really there as far as I remember. And anyway, I didn't choose to monetize the videos until like after they'd received most of their views, to be honest. And also some of those videos in that series, I couldn't monetize because of certain bits of background music. So there's, I think in one of the videos, there's just in the background, in the street, you can hear, I think it's a Bon Jovi record being played probably by a pub or restaurant or even a street performer. And because there's that music in the background, YouTube just said, no, you can't monetize this video. So anyway, for, for various reasons, um, I didn't make loads of money from those videos. Anyway, as I said, that's another story for another time about how YouTubers make or don't make money from their videos. I also published the videos and their audio tracks as episodes of this podcast in 2009, back in the days when sometimes I used to upload videos uh, as podcast episodes. Some of you will have heard uh, those audio tracks. Some of you will have seen the videos... I thought that this time it would be interesting to revisit those videos on the podcast because there's loads of English to learn from them. When I published them on the podcast in 2009 and when I put them on YouTube and and so on, I just published them with no commentary from me. It was just the video or the audio with transcripts on the website. But this time, I'm not just going to play them again. Instead, I'm going to go through the audio from the first video this time and kind of break it down bit by bit, explaining bits of vocabulary and generally commenting on things as we go. Uh, This is going to be a bit like one of those director's commentary tracks that you get uh, on DVDs. But the focus is mainly going to be on highlighting certain items of vocabulary and also bits of pronunciation. Bits of pronunciation, he says, while writing slash accent that come up in the in the videos okay before we go any further I just wanted to say this the last two episodes of this podcast were film club episodes film club that's when um, I talk about a film in an episode of the podcast so I devoted two two parts to uh, talking about Avengers Endgame which is this huge Marvel movie which I think has already become the highest grossing film ever of its opening weekend it's it's made like something like a billion dollars worldwide in its first weekend um not that that's the most important thing but it just gives you an idea of how big the, the film is anyway i talked about it in two episodes as you noticed i ex- i expect um i went to see the film at the weekend and i did record a a full uh review full of spoilers in which I talk with Fred about everything that happens in the film. So we go through the film uh, from start to finish, kind of telling the story and uh, giving our opinions and thoughts and feelings about all the crazy things that happen in the film. And if you'd like to listen to that, uh, you can find it in the Luke's English Podcast app. I uploaded it as an app-only episode. So if you've seen Avengers Endgame, and you'd like to listen to me and Fred talking about the film with all the spoilers and stuff if you want to kind of revisit the film with us then you can do that the episode is in the luke's english podcast app in the app only episodes category and there it is full of spoilers so only if you've seen the film uh, i would recommend um, listening to that review only if you've seen the film okay all right there you go so back to this episode back to London Video Interviews Part 1. If you want to watch the original video that I'm talking about in this episode, then you will find it embedded on the page for this episode on my website. A script is also available there. It's also in the LEP app with a script in the notes. By the way, you can download the app free from the App Store on your phone. Just search for Luke's English Podcast app and you can Just find it also on my YouTube channel, which is Luke's English Podcast on YouTube. The video is called London Native Speaker Interviews Part 1, or maybe London Video Interviews Part 1, I think on the website. Uh, And uh, in the app, it's called London Interviews Part 1. So let's now travel back in time to 2009 and revisit Native English Speaker Interviews Part 1. The theme of the videos is London, what's it really like to live there? What are the good and bad things about living there? Um, There's loads of descriptive vocab for describing cities and life in cities and so on. Right, so let's get into it then. Let's get into it. Have you ever seen that video? Some of you have. Some of you haven't. I'm now going to play the audio to the video and let's get started. The first thing you're going to hear now is the old jingle. Do you remember this old jingle? There you go. That's the jingle I used to use. The jingle is actually just um, a, a royalty-free jingle that came free with my Apple Mac. An Apple Mac I bought in 2007. I don't know if all those jingles are still included with um, uh, iOS these days. But anyway, you've probably heard that jingle in other places as well because it's a royalty-free jingle that anyone who had an Apple Mac from a certain time was able to use. What's London really like? Now, the uh, first there's a a kind of intro from me, and remember that this video has been seen like over a million and a half times on YouTube, and that means also there are I've received many comments underneath this video, and so I'll I'll mention some of the comments that I've received relating to certain points in this video. Uh, It's YouTube, right? So that means that sometimes you get like. Kind of angry, hateful comments. Not all of them, the vast majority are, are nice. You know, the vast majority of comments are people saying, Oh, this is great. I'm learning a lot of stuff. You know, the girls in that video are really hot and stuff like that, which I suppose is okay. But one of the things that uh, I received quite a lot of abuse for was this very first thing that you'll hear in the introduction London. Capital of Great Britain. Right, stop there. London, capital of Great Britain. So I've received quite a lot of grief for saying that. Why, though, Luke? Why? Well, technically, London is not the capital of Great Britain. Great Britain itself doesn't really have a capital. This is where we get into the difference between England, Britain, Great Britain, and the United Kingdom. London is the capital city of of England... And then Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland have their own capitals as well. So London is the capital of England. London is also the capital of the United Kingdom. But then there's Britain and Great Britain. What are those things? Well, technically, Britain and Great Britain are geographical names. They're not really political names, right? So England has a capital and the United Kingdom also has a capital. Both of those uh, capitals are London. London. But Britain refers to England and Wales, and then Great Britain refers to England, Wales and Scotland. That's what I've heard. It's all very confusing. But the main thing is that, uh, yeah, OK, fair enough. I'll put my hands up. London is not necessarily the capital of Great Britain. It's the capital of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, to be exact. London, capital of Great Britain, home to over 7 million people, including the Queen... The Prime Minister, Sherlock Holmes, James Bond, and Mr. Bean. Ha 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 ha. There's always someone in the comments section who writes, Ha! Mr. Bean, lol. Considered by some to be the home of the English language, it's also one of the biggest and most important financial and cultural centres in the world. By the way, when I was recording this, I was doing my best to make my voice sound as awesome as possible. I I think I recorded this a few times, I remember, on a little handheld recorder. Trying my best to make it sound as awesome as possible. It has a rich history, a diverse population, and loads of cool stuff to do at the weekends. But what is London really like for the people who live there? Okay, now the next thing that happens in the video is actually quite embarrassing for me now. Some of you will be watching this video, you'll be revisiting it. (laughs) what happens next is you see me from 10 years ago throwback Thursday even though it's not Thursday throwback Monday anyway there's a flashback to me 10 years ago and you see oh the haircut oh my goodness I've got quite long hair and I look a bit like I, I look sort of a bit like a teenager even though I was in my 30s at the time oh how things have changed I look a bit older now but it's 10 years ago Hi. Well, I've got a video camera, I've got an Oyster card, and I've got the day off. So I'm going to go into the centre of London, meet some real Londoners, and ask them, what's London really like? Why don't you join me? Come on, let's go, shall we? (laughs) Okay. So we start at Buckingham Palace. Now, what I'm going to do is let you listen to the first guy. Remember, the question is, what's London really like? I'll let you listen to this first gentleman standing outside Buckingham Palace. And basically, what are the good things and the bad things that he mentions? Good things about living in London and bad things about living in London. I should also add that because I was recording this 10 years ago with a with an old video camera, it was even old for the time, I wasn't using like a really good microphone. It was just the inbuilt microphones on the camera. And so there was a bit of wind and a bit of noise If I was doing it today, I would probably try and use a much better microphone to capture the sound. So one of the problem, one of the one of the only issues with these, I generally like these videos. One of the things, though, that I don't like is the audio quality. So you'll hear it's a little bit noisy, but do your best to try and hear what uh, what this guy has to say. So good things, bad things, what are they? Um, It's about one and a half minutes, I think. And what do you what do you think about this guy when you hear him? What kind of person do you think he is? Here we go. So, um, what do you think of London? What's it really like?
3: London's a very nice place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the best thing about it? Best thing is the architecture and the old stuff. Yeah, yeah, like Buckingham Palace. Like Buckingham Palace. And what about else, yeah. what about the worst thing? The worst thing is all the rest. I'm <laughs> afraid. Everything else? Everything else gone to the dogs. Really? It's all yeah, gone to with the country. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you.
2: <laughs> okay. That was it. That was less than a minute and a half. He had about a minute. So what did he say? Well, basically, good things. He, ti- he, li- he, dip, dip, dip. he said he liked the architecture and the old stuff. You know, buildings like Buckingham Palace. And then... The bad things, well, he said all the rest, everything else. He said it's all gone to the dogs, which is a nice expression. If you say that something has gone to the dogs, it means it's no good anymore, basically. Yeah, it's all gone to the dogs, meaning it's no good anymore. A bit like you can imagine food that you don't want to eat. What do you do with it? You might throw it away or you might give it to the dogs. So it's all gone to the dogs. Like, what about that chicken? Oh, it's gone to the dogs, meaning um is. It's no good for us to eat anymore. Do dogs eat like decomposing chicken? What are you talking about, decomposing chicken? I don't know. I don't know. I just mean if basically something's no good anymore, you can say it's gone to the dogs. All right. So this guy thinks that the whole country's gone to the dogs, which is. Oh, I mean, really, mate? The whole country? Yeah. Oh, it's all gone to the dogs, he says. Look, London? What's it really like?
3: London's a very nice place to be. Yeah.
2: London's a very nice place to be. Yeah, okay, positive. Yeah,
3: yeah. What's the what's the best thing about it? Best thing is the architecture and the old stuff.
2: The best thing is the architecture and the old stuff. So basically, this is a guy who thinks that you know all the all the best things were in the past. All the old traditional things are, are the best things about this city, and then uh, um, and that's it. All the rest of it, it's just all terrible. It's all gone to the dogs with the country. So not only is London gone to the dogs but the whole country has gone to the dogs so here's a guy who thinks that you know britain was at its best in the past and these days it's all just rubbish apparently yeah yeah, yeah like buckingham
3: palace like buckingham palace what about else, yeah. what about the worst thing the worst thing yeah. is all the rest i'm <laughs> afraid <laughs> everything else everything else gone to the dogs really it's all yeah, gone with to the, the country okay
2: is rather sort of calmly and matter-of-factly saying, yeah, the whole country's gone to the dogs. <sighs> all right, well, he's he's a probably retired guy. I'd say he's probably in his 60s, maybe 70s. And um, I think this is probably the sort of guy who voted UKIP, I expect. They tend to be this kind of person <laughs> um, who have this kind of attitude that, yeah, you know, London's all gone to the dogs now. This whole country's gone to the dogs yeah you know, it was best in the old times so there you go he probably reads the daily mail probably voted ukip seems like a nice enough bloke but um you just get a little glimpse of some of his attitudes there in the way he responded to the question okay moving on then after this older gentleman we then get three fresh faced girls from the north of england who are in london for a little kind of i guess a weekend a weekend down south and let's hear what they have to say okay so these girls are from hull which is a city in the north of england okay it's in yorkshire um hull 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 it's up in uh, basically like the north east of england not far from the coast in yorkshire all right uh so this is where the girls come from let's hear what they have to say uh Good things, bad things about London. Can you identify the things they mention?
3: All right. Goodbye. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hi. So, where are you from? Oh, um, okay. So, how long have you been in London?
0: We came yesterday.
2: Okay. Right. What do you think? What's London like?
0: Really good. It's a bit busy. <laughs>
2: right. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's the best thing about it?
0: Um, the weather. Yeah,
2: it's been there. hotter it's than it's been back really here. nice. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it's better here than it is in Hull, is it? It is, yeah. yeah but we couldn't, we couldn't live here all the time. The right. worst thing about it is the um, tube, the underground.
2: Why? What's wrong with the tube? It's, it's too stressful.
0: hot and busy <sighs> and <bramy>. hot, <laughs> yeah. busy, grimy.
2: Hot, busy, grimy, stressful. Okay. All right, anything else to say to the people of the world?
0: Come to London. Hi. Come <laughs> to Hull to go out yeah, for come it to with Hull. us okay i'll have lots of fun
2: <laughs> great thank you very thank much you. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. it's actually quite fun uh, looking at this and i really enjoyed making these videos uh not just because i felt like in some cases it was just my chance to flirt with girls in the street um but it, that kind of seemed to be what happened in the end some of the video clips it kind of feels a bit all a bit flirtatious i made an effort to 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 look a certain way as well when I went into town because I thought if I'm going to go and stand in the street and ask people to to be on my video then I should probably look the part so I dressed up in a suit I put a suit on and uh I had like a lanyard which is like a badge that you wear around your neck I had a uh, this badge on with uh um like a little card in it with my name on it and I put that around my neck to make me look kind of official I think it made a difference because people were much more willing to talk to me. I tried the same thing again, like uh, maybe a year or two later. Uh, I went into town again to video people and I didn't wear the the suit. I didn't have the lanyard and the badge around my neck. I just wore like a casual jacket and jeans and stuff. And it was much harder to get people's attention. People were less willing to talk to me. It's really interesting that those little details make a difference so anyway on this particular day i was dressed very sh- uh, sharply very smartly and so people just seemed to be way more willing to talk to me and they were a lot more enthusiastic about doing it i suppose you know when you're in a suit and you've got a lanyard around your neck people just sort of instinctively trust you and they think that maybe you're from like the bbc or something i think that one one couple i spoke to the woman was like oh are you from this blah 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 show she thought that she assumed I was like from the one show or some other BBC show. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm from Luke's English podcast. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. Had no idea what that was. So, what about these girls? Uh, let's go through the, this again, bit by bit this time.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So, where are you from?
2: i hull, hull. okay. Hull. Hull. So, I'd say Hull, but they say Hull because that's the accent in in. Yorkshire, okay. Uh the image the, of these three girls is great actually, because they're they're very pretty and they're the one on the left is has got kind of red hair, the one in the middle has got brunette hair, the one on the right's got blonde hair. So it's kind of a uh an interesting sort of composition of these three different hair colours. Uh, they're they're very smiley as well, and they look great together. They're obviously friends who've, you know, traveled down to London for a couple of days and they're having a great time. I actually used this as the thumbnail for the video. And that may be why this video got 1.6 million views. Because all you need to do on YouTube is have an interesting looking title. In this case, London Native English Speaker Interviews, which obviously is probably quite attractive to learners of English. And a picture with some pretty girls smiling on the front. And people will click on that. Um, This is the way YouTube works. Anyway... Hi, we're from Hull, they said. We're from Hull in England. So how long have you been in London? How long have you been in London? Right. And I think the girl says, we came yesterday. We came yesterday. But you can hear the accent. It's, we came yesterday. Not, see, the way I say came and yesterday. So the A in came and the A in day, which is a, in, in both cases, it's a diphthong. A, A. Which is a kind of rounded sound because with a diphthong like A, it's actually two sounds, A, E, A, which causes it to sound like a rounded sound, A, A, like that, you can hear it. But because these girls are from Hull, they pronounce that diphthong differently and it's not rounded, it's just an air kind of sound. We came yesterday. Listen for it.
1: We came yesterday.
2: We came yesterday. Where are you from? Um, Oh, okay. So how long have you been in London?
4: We came yesterday.
2: Okay. We came yesterday. And I would say, we came yesterday. Mm, Can you hear the difference? Came, came. Yesterday, yesterday. Right, what do you think? What's London like? Really good. Really good. Really good. Uh, London is really good. And uh, I think the girl, the blonde girl says, it's a bit busy. Okay.
3: Right. What do you think? What's London like?
0: Really good. It's a bit busy. <laughs>
2: right.
3: Okay. Yeah. What's uh, What's the best thing about it? Um,
0: the weather. The, last yeah, it's of been hot
2: the weather. The last couple of days. So that might be surprising for some of you out there who probably hold the idea that the weather's always terrible in London. But apparently, the weather in London is less terrible than it is in Hull um so for these girls the weather has been great but it was a sunny day when i recorded it and yes the weather can be good in england i'll have you know uh so uh the weather actually uh, i think they said it's it's hotter than it is in hull one of them says uh, what's the best thing about it um, The weather. it's it's been hotter than it is back home but again, that's a diphthong, O, oh, oh, home, and she says, home, home. It's been hotter than it, it's been hotter than it is back home. That's it. Um, the yeah. weather. The last yeah, it's, it's
0: been hotter than it is back, really back really home. Nice. Okay.
2: Yeah. So it's better here than it is in Hull, is it?
0: It is, yeah. Yeah, but we couldn't, we couldn't live here all the
2: time. Yeah, but we couldn't live here all the time. Time, I would say time with an I, but she kind of... Again, that diphthong becomes flat, let's say, and it's like time, time.
0: It It is, yeah, yeah, but we couldn't couldn't live here all the time. The worst thing about it is the um, tube, the underground. I
2: I love the way she says underground. It's like underground... The worst thing about it I'm probably exaggerating her accent here to be fair but I'm just trying to highlight it for you. The worst thing about it's the the tube the underground.
0: The worst thing about it is the um, tube the underground.
2: Why? What's wrong with the tube? It's too
0: Stressful. hot and busy.
2: Stressful, hot and busy, okay? We we know all those words.
0: Um, grimy.
2: And grimy. Grimy. So there's another word with a diphthong. I would say grimy, grimy but she says grimy. Grimy. It just means dirty. G-R-I-M-Y. Grime is that sort of dirt, residual dirt that you find. It's probably as a result of air pollution, but certainly on the underground, if you just run your finger along the wall, you'll get like black kind of dirt on your finger, okay? It's a bit like when there's a lot of air pollution and, and it sticks to the wall a little bit, you end up with grime okay on your finger and if you live in a big city you're probably very familiar with grime um it's just a build-up of residual dirt so grime yeah it's like kind of yeah residual dirt okay so uh what's the wrong what's what's wrong with the underground it's hot busy stressful and grimy why what's wrong with the tube it's It's too
0: hot and busy and (laughs) (laughs) grimy
2: Hot, busy, yes. grimy, grimy, stressful. Okay. All right. Anything else to say to the people of the world?
1: Come to London. Hi.
2: Come to London. <laughs> Not come to London. Come to London. Come to London. And then uh, the girl on the left says, come come to Hull to go out with us. We'll have, we'll have lots of fun.
0: Come <laughs> to Hull to go out with yeah, to to us.
2: Come to, but she sort of um, trips over her words. Come to London to go for, to, to go out with us. We'll have lots of fun. Hello, the world. Come to London. Hi. <laughs> hold yeah,
0: come to, to Hull to go out with us. Okay. We'll have lots of fun. <laughs>
2: we'll have lots of fun. Fun. Not fun, but fun. Because she's from Hull.
0: <laughs> Great.
2: Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> Thank, you. <Cheers. laughs> Thank you. Thank
2: you. That's very fun. They were like giggly and smiley. Uh, All right, now the next couple are just classic. Uh, (laughs) These guys are really funny and very sweet. So again, um, what do they say about London? Good things, bad things? Here we go.
4: Hello. So uh, where are you from? We're from the good old USA, the biggest city in the world, New York. Oh, amazing. Which cannot compare (laughs) to London. Really? I want to just express our love for England, the people... And especially the British Airway that brought us here. They were so polite and extended themselves to the best airline that I traveled all over the world. Right. Now, coming to England, we stayed at the Holiday Inn. And the people and the experience at the Holiday Inn were super. Excellent. We just came from the Holiday Inn to see the Buckingham Palace. And now we're going to go from here to Piccadilly Square. Yeah. And, great. And I Had thank a wonderful you. wonderful experience. A wonderful experience. Well, I'm very glad. That's great. Right. And
2: where is this? This is going on a, a website for people who are learning English oh. as a foreign language. Oh. So it's just going to be on, uh, it's, I work for this school, the London School of English. Uh-huh. And also I'm going to put it on a, a kind of podcast website for oh, no, no, people all
4: over the world. Okay. so Very that's nice. great okay now what is that over there? what's
3: the that everything? Uh, that I'm not not sure to be honest no uh, it's
2: it's a nice statue it's just a lovely statue <laughs> covered in gold uh uh-huh. okay. um
3: it, it I, I don't I really know who I don't know who all these people
4: are to be honest with you uh-huh well um, I'm going to take a picture of it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's big and it's shiny so that's just take right. a picture of it
2: yeah <laughs> Okay, I got a bit of grief for that bit there as well when I didn't know what the statue was. I do know what the statue is now, okay, before you, you know, give me even more grief on the internet for that. But um, let me go back to the beginning of uh, this little section with these two people. And it was two people. It wasn't just one guy. It's an older couple. Uh, let us let me just get back to the beginning of, of this bit. Okay, so this is a, a very sweet older couple uh, from New York, which I'm sure you identified... <laughs> Hello. So, where are you from? We're from the good old USA. We're from the good old USA. They're they're very sweet and very American, Um, as you can hear. The good old USA. If you say something is good old, it means... Well, it means that... uh, Well, something is old and good. Um, How how would I explain that? Good old... the old, the, The good old days, as well, we would say. So, um, we, we, yeah, something that you're very familiar with, something that you've known for a long time, um, the good old USA, or you might say it for a person like, uh, oh, good old Dave. He always, you know, you can always trust him. Like, for example, you, you've gone on holiday, right? You've gone on holiday with a group of friends and you realize you can't get any good tea in the shops where you've gone on holiday. And then Dave goes, don't worry, guys, I brought some tea from home. I've got a box of tea in my bag. And you go, good old Dave, he always thinks of these things. In this case, it's we're from the good old USA, all right? Okay, uh, from the good old USA, the biggest city in the world, New York. I'm quite sure that New York is not the biggest city in the world um so he's certainly living up to that american stereotype of american people well being very sort of patriotic and perhaps not really knowing about the rest of the world that much i'm sure there are quite a lot of cities that are bigger than new york he sounds very proud but then he goes all nice he says the good old usa the biggest city in the in the world new york which cannot compare to london so he's saying that um london is better than new york he's being very very nice like incredibly nice maybe a bit too nice saying that london's the you know the greatest city in the world but it's not as great as london uh new york cannot compare to london he says very charming and very nice <laughs> Thank you.
4: hello so uh, where are you from we're from the good old usa the biggest city in the world new york oh amazing which cannot compare to london Really? I want to just express our love for England, the people, and especially the British Airway that brought us here. I love the way he
2: calls it the British Airway. It's actually not the British Airway, but British Airways, I guess the, the company that he flew with. I just want to express my love for England, the people, and especially the British Airway that brought us here. Uh, you mean British Airways? That's fine. He does lots of that, like kind of getting things slightly wrong, getting the names of places in London slightly wrong, mispronouncing certain places as well. It's very funny and sweet. And by the way, his wife is there. that He's got his arm around his wife and she doesn't get a word in. Like he's, she's smiling. She's ready to say something, but he's doing all the talking.
4: They were so polite and extended themselves to the best airline that I traveled all over the world. Right best airline i traveled all over
2: the world i don't know how maybe this guy's traveled around a lot uh but in any case he was certainly very impressed by the british airway they extended themselves to the the, the best airline i've traveled all over the world like okay mate steady on uh, uh, that's very nice of you but uh, is um, you don't need to go that far
4: it's all right thank you very flattering now coming to england we stayed at the holiday end And the people and the experience at the Holiday Inn were super. I love the way he's saying we stayed at the Holiday
2: Inn and the people and the experience at the Holiday Inn was super. Holiday Inn is not necessarily the the highest level of hotel in London. I mean, it's very standard. Some might even say it's like sort of budget level um, hotel experience. You wouldn't normally assume that the Holiday Inn would be quite as good as that but um these guys are so sweet and so nice and charming that i expect they did have a lovely time at the holiday inn because if they turned up and said uh we're here from the good old new york city and good old us of a but uh i just want to express how pleased we are to be here at the holiday inn here in london and if you worked at the holiday Inn, you'd be like well it's an absolute pleasure to have you here as well you know Instead of the normal kind of slightly miserable business travelers that they probably um, have staying at their hotel, so yeah, it sounds like they're having a great time, but largely because they're just so nice to everyone, so it's, how could they how could they receive bad service at the holiday inn when they're being so nice to everyone? I think it's probably it's we can all learn something from this this couple. Don't you think that uh, being positive and friendly and nice means that you get treated in a positive and nice way in return? I hope so. I don't think that's naive. No, it's not naive, Luke. It's good. Okay, thank you for the validation. Anyway, so they stayed at the Holiday Inn and the the people and the experience was just
4: super. And the people and the experience at the Holiday Inn was super. Excellent. We just came from the Holiday Inn to see the Buckingham Palace. We came from the Holiday Inn to see the Buckingham
2: Palace. I mean, they're absolutely living up to the uh, the stereotype of like older American tourists in London because uh, they call it the Buckingham Palace. And in England, we call it Buckingham Palace. So we don't actually pronounce the H in the name, um, which is an easy mistake to make. I mean, it looks like Buckingham Palace, right? But uh, no, we pronounce it Buckingham Palace. But American tourists always say, Excuse me, uh, can you show me how to get to Buckingham Palace or to get to the Buckingham Palace? It's just Buckingham Palace. That's that's fine. Um, so we just came from the Holiday Inn to come see the Buckingham Palace. And then I think he says, and now we're going to go and we're going to walk to Piccadilly Square. It's like there is no such place as Piccadilly Square. It's Piccadilly Circus, but that's okay. <laughs> there are various squares in, there's leicester square but it's
4: piccadilly circus anyway and now we're going to go from here to piccadilly square yeah and, great and i had thank a, wonderful you, a
2: wonderful experience wonderful well, experience that had such a nice time it's so lovely yeah, that's great right and where is this good? this is this is where they uh, it's like a little outtake where the guy started to ask me where the what where this video was going to go and i kind of ramble on about i work for this school and but this is going to go on a podcast website thinking in my mind that i don't know if these guys know what a podcast is but uh maybe i underestimate them normally when i tell people about my podcast i can tell by the look on their faces that they don't know what a podcast is yeah i do a podcast for learners of english and they're like "Uh," i just have to say it's like a radio show on the internet for learners of english Uh, anyway but this they, they seem quite happy to be uh to be um, in a video for learners of English. And then there's the thing with the statue, which we'll come to in a second. It's going on a, a website for people who are learning English as a foreign language. Oh. So it's just going to be on... Uh, it's. I work for this school, the London School of English, uh-huh. and also I'm going to put it on a, a kind of podcast website for oh, nice. people all over the world. Oh, and the, the, the woman's like, oh, how nice... Oh, it's just heartwarming and sweet.
4: So, that's great. Okay. Now, what is that over there?
2: (laughs) So, I'm rambling. Oh, it's going to go on this website. And he's like, okay, okay. Anyway, what is that over there? (laughs) So, I know I have to work as a tour guide for him. He's he's pointing at the Victoria Memorial, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Um victoria memorial all right hold on i know it's the victoria memorial now um but at the time hands up i didn't know okay i wasn't aware of what it exactly was if i'd looked at the statue i would have said oh yeah obviously that's queen victoria the victoria memorial it says on wikipedia is a monument to queen victoria located at the main uh, at the end of the the mall in london And designed and executed by the sculptor Sir Thomas Brock, designed in 1901, it was unveiled in um, 1911, though it wasn't completed until 1924. It was the centrepiece of an ambitious urban planning scheme, which included the creation of the Queen's Gardens to a design by Sir Aston Webb and the uh, refacing of Buckingham Palace, uh, which stands behind the memorial. Um, There you go that's what it is so it's a it's a memorial to queen victoria and it's it's got various statues around it and it's um it's very impressive looking and on the top there's a gold shiny part and obviously it's going to attract the attention of of tourists who want to take photos of it even though they don't really know what it is but as a as a local londoner yes i'm sorry i often would Travel through the city and just live my life without really knowing every single detail of it. I'm sorry. I know that's nothing to be proud of. But oh God, the amount of comments I received from angry Brits who were watching the video. The video was designed for learners of English, but I got lots of British people who, for some reason, decided to watch it too. And when they got to that point, I think some people got quite annoyed with me and they were like it's the victorian memorial i can't believe you don't know your own city like that and like, oh god oh god i'm sorry um all right the victorian memorial i know now now i know you know we're all learning we're all learning aren't we What's the that, uh, <laughs> but this is quite embarrassing but i kept it in because i thought it was funny so even though it makes me look bad i kept it in the video just because i thought it was a funny moment not sure to be honest now uh, it's it's a nice statue. It's just a lovely statue <laughs> covered in gold. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it, I, I don't I really know who. I don't know who all these people are. So, and I'm just saying, I don't really know. It's a nice statue covered in gold. And he's like, "Well, I'm going to take a photo of it anyway." To be honest with you. Uh-huh.
4: Well, um, I'm going to take a picture. of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's big and it's shiny, so That's just right. take a picture of it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, and the video continues, and uh, we move to St James's Park, which is a lovely park. Uh, just near um, Buckingham Palace it's a place where there are um, ponds and little walk uh, walking bridges where you can cross the ponds and there are ducks and other birds that you can feed and things it's very pleasant uh, actually a very pleasant spot very touristy but also very nice you can see the London eye in the background it's just near Westminster just near um, uh, just near uh, Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament (laughs) some images of, of some of the bird life you can see in the ponds. I received some comments from people going, why are there pictures of birds in this video? I don't I want English, not birds. I'm like, oh, alright, I'm just trying to make it seem nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe three seconds of a duck uh, swimming across, uh, swimming? Yeah, sw- a duck swimming across one of the ponds and some people are commenting like, why are there pictures of ducks in this video? Because mm-hmm. ducks are nice. So where are you from? Okay, so we now we have another older couple. I don't know if they are together or married or not, but uh, they seem to be friends. Um, so it's an, an, another older couple. Um, where are they from is the first question. And secondly, what are the good things and bad things about London that they mention? Here we go. So where are you from, first of all?
4: Well, I am from Pinner. In Middlesex, right, which is near enough London, we okay. used to come up once a week. Yes, it's a long time ago, now, right?
2: Before the war. Before
4: before the the war yes. Wow. Okay. A long time. Okay. Right. And Madam,
1: I'm from Schleswig-Holstein, but I love London. Okay. I love it. My son lives here, and I, I, I need to go from time to time. Yeah. Because. It's such a life city, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yes. It is. And so green, too. All these lovely parks, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the
4: most beautiful city in the world.
2: Sounds Fantastic. Like It, <laughs> it <Yeah>. does. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think? Do you, I mean, we, uh, you think it's the most beautiful city in the world, but is there, yes. what about bad things? What's the worst thing about London?
4: Well, I, I... used to work just down there, Victoria, yeah. in the Victoria Station House. Yeah. Um, no, I... I it tends to be a little dirty, a little bothered, mm. I, I have the impression that that's got a bit better lately. I don't know whether that's true. Right. I was in Rome
1: and I told them all that London was. Much more beautiful <laughs> and they all shouted me down. So <laughs> really. But when the sun shines, you know, and yeah. and all these clean places and, and nothing drives me mad because you expect a bit of dirt and, yeah. don't yes,
4: you? Yeah, yeah, in the, the city. city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And it
1: has good communication. I mean you can go everywhere and and never I love it. I so stop. shall we go now? <laughs> yes, okay.
2: Great. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much. Thank you. Have, have a lovely day. Have,
1: you have can't, a lovely day. Thank you.
2: Don't you sell. I'm not selling it, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Okay, that was a kind of a pleasant exchange, but um, you're probably thinking, I can't hear it, Luke. The audio quality is not is not top level, the, the sort of top level audio quality that we've come to expect from Luke's English podcast. I know. I know. But audio is not always perfect. Sometimes when you're, you know, in in the real world, sometimes uh, there is wind in the background or the sounds of cars or police cars driving around in the background. So sometimes you have to listen to people in subpar audio conditions, don't you? So it's good practice. Anyway, um, let's go through that again. So basically, he's from Middlesex, which is a county just near London a place called Pinna, which is a town just outside London in Middlesex. Um, And she's from Schleswig-Holstein, which is uh, a German city. It's just on the German-Danish border. So she's not actually a native English speaker, to be honest, even though the title of my video says London native English speaker interviews. Um, Actually, that's another thing that I got comments about. It's like, the video is entitled London Native English Speaker Interviews. The idea is that it's in London and they are native speakers. Admittedly, she isn't. Um, but it's not that they are London natives. So some people thought that the video title meant that all the people were natives of London, like London natives. It was actually just London native speaker interviews. So some people were like, none of the people are from London. Nah! Right? Um So anyway, in in, certainly in the case of her, yeah, admittedly, she's not a native English speaker, but uh, I decided to put that title because I thought, well, this is going to get people to click on it. It was a kind of a clickbaity title, to be fair. And it worked, didn't it? Slightly clickbaity title and uh, an image, a thumbnail image with pretty girls on it, 1.6 million views in the bag. There is, you know, there is... um, there is method to the madness. Anyway, let's go through this. So where are you from, first of all? Well,
4: I, I'm from Pinner in Middlesex.
2: I'm from Pinner in Middlesex, and he's very posh. He's got a very posh voice. And uh, I I am I assume that he's rather posh. Don't know about her. I don't know what their relationship is. Quite It's quite cute, though, the way they're hanging around together. They're quite nice together. Um, anyway, I'm from Pinner in Middlesex, which is near enough London, he says. Right.
4: Which is near enough London, and we used okay. to come up once a week. Yes. That's a long time ago
2: now. Right. We no, it's, it's not really very, uh, coherent there. He says, I'm from Pinner, uh, which is in Middlesex, which is near enough London, uh, and we used to come up about once a week. I'm talking about before the war. I'm talking about a long time ago now, before the war and during the war. I'm like, what, what, what? Uh, I think he means that he used to come to London every week, although um, he doesn't, he's never lived in London. He's lived just outside London. But it sounds like there was a time when he used to come to London every week uh, around during the war and maybe even before the war. So basically he's, although he doesn't live in zone one or two, he's, you know, at various times of his life, he's been, In and out of London on a regular basis, so that's him.
4: Once a week, yes. It's a long time again, right? Before the war. Wow. Okay. A long time. Okay. Right. Madam, I'm from Schleswig-Holstein, but I love
1: London.
2: I'm from Schleswig-Holstein, but I love London. It's no, you can hear her accent in there, right? She says, "I love London." It's rather than love. love london she's saying luff london so she's the v sound in love is being replaced with a f sound so she says yes. i'm from schleswig holstein but i love london okay, yeah. right, madam.
1: i'm from schleswig holstein but i love london okay I love it. my son lives here and i i i need to go from time to time
2: yeah i need to go from time to time uh, it probably would be, I need to come from time to time, because she's in London there. So it's, you know, I need to come here from time to time. She's probably talking from the point of view of being in, in Germany. And then she would say, I need to go to London from the point of view of being in Germany. But since she's in London, technically, it should be, I need to come from time to time, because her son lives here. And she says, it's such a it's such a life city. It's such a life city um i would say it's such a lively city okay lively um if something is lively it means it's full of life there's always there are always things going on it's vibrant it's such a life city it's a lively city i would say Yeah,
1: because it's such a life city isn't it, yeah it, is. yeah. it is. yeah it is yeah
2: now the guy also in the background at this point says yes yeah, recharge your batteries recharge your batteries she's going it's such a life city and he's going yes recharge your batteries which is quite a nice expression obviously you can recharge the battery on your phone if the the battery on your phone you know goes down at the end of the day you need to recharge it but also to recharge your batteries is an expression which means kind of you know when you go somewhere new or go to another place in order to get your energy back, to rest, to relax, to get your energy back, or maybe to go to a place where it's vibrant and lively and you can kind of get all your energy back. For example, for me, I would like to get out of the city and go to a place in the countryside to be in nature. That's how I would recharge my batteries. But uh, for these guys, it seems coming to London, which is such a lively city, it's a good way to recharge your batteries.
1: It's such a live city, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. it is, is. Yes, yes. It is. and so green too <laughs> And
2: so green, so green too I can't do the accent, sorry But notice the way she says She's kind of, she goes green But not green, kind of Can you hear it? Live city,
1: isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. It is. and so green too All these lovely parks
2: So green all these lovely parks she's right it is a, a, a fantastically uh green city in fact there are so many nice parks there you
1: know?
2: yeah yeah i think it's the most beautiful city in the world i think i think uh rather than i think i think it's the most beautiful city in the world no she's not that bad that bad <laughs> it's not that extreme i think it is the most beautiful city in the world no she's not a stereotype, Luke.
1: All these lovely parks, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's the most beautiful city in the world. Sounds fantastic. Again, he chips in with a nice little comment. She's saying, I think it's the most beautiful city in the world. And he says, it sounds as though she's selling it, doesn't it? Which is quite a nice witty comment. Sounds as though she's selling it. Sounds as if she's selling it. it, is. Yeah. it is. Yeah, she yes, yes.
4: And
1: so green too. All these lovely parks, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's the most beautiful city in the
2: world. It sounds oh, fantastic. fantastic. she's selling it. It's, it yeah. does. <laughs> what, what do you think? Do you, I mean, we, uh, you think... <laughs> That's it. It. What do you think? I mean <laughs> it it does. What what do you think? Do you, I mean we uh you think it's the most beautiful city in the world but is there? Yes. what about bad things? What's the worst thing about London?
4: Well, I, I... used to work just down there Victoria, yeah. in Victoria
2: Station House. Yeah. I used to work just down there in uh, Victoria Victoria Station House. Victoria is a little part of London just near um st james's park there um famous for victoria coach station these days uh n- near buckingham palace and um so i used to work down there in uh victoria station house so it's probably a big office building on the top of victoria station and he's and then he goes on to basically say that he gets the impression that there's lots of rubbish and litter around he thinks it's got better it's not as bad as it used to be but the thing he notices is the litter on the floor and the rubbish that you can find so obviously rubbish is stuff that people don't want anymore and they throw it away you throw it into the rubbish bin Okay, in America they call it trash or garbage and they throw trash into the trash can, but in the United Kingdom in British English it's rubbish and you throw rubbish into the rubbish bin, but then litter as well. Litter is basically rubbish that people throw on the floor. Okay? So any anything that gets thrown on the floor is litter. Obviously litter is a terrible thing. It's uh it's 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 awful. It just looks ugly to see sort of, you know, whatever like crisp packets or Cans of coke or whatever thrown on the floor, but he says, you know, that um, there's there's quite a lot of litter. He says,
4: um, No, I, I it tends to be a little dirty, a, little, a lot of rubbish around.
2: Mm. I, tends to be a little dirty, a lot of rubbish around. you hear that posh accent? Tends to be a little dirty, a lot of rubbish around.
4: I, I it tends to be a little dirty a little proper rubbish mm. i i have the impression that that's got a bit better lately i don't know
2: whether that's true i have the impression that that's got a, a bit better lately i don't know if that's true ah uh, i don't know if it's true either maybe it's got better it's probably the the, uh, the way that the city deals with litter has probably improved a bit. I
1: was in Rome.
2: And now she chips in with this thing, which is like unrelated to the question. So I'm asking for bad things and all she only has good things to say, which is very nice. So we're trying to answer the question, what are the bad things? And she jumps in with this comment about how London is much more beautiful than Rome. So she was in Rome in Italy and she said that London was much more beautiful than Rome. And everyone shouted her down, which is a very nice phrasal verb, to shout someone down. And you can totally imagine it, right? So I don't know where she was, in what situation. Maybe she was in some sort of business meeting or whatever. Or she was just with some friends, maybe some Italian friends. But you can imagine her surrounded by Italian people in Rome. And she says, well, I think that uh, London is much more beautiful than Rome. And all the Italians would be like, hey, uh," you know, like suddenly disagreeing with her very loudly they all shouted her down you know they kind of loudly disagreed with her you could imagine i imagine there'd be lots of shaking of hands and other stereotypes going around a room full of stereotypes hey what did the ladies say about the london <laughs> okay i'm sorry italian people and everyone else it's just meant to be a joke. Anyway. It tends to be a little
4: dirty, a little bit rubbish mm. I, I have the impression that that's got a bit better lately. I don't know whether that's true. Right.
1: I was in Rome and I told them all that London was much more beautiful <laughs> and they all shouted me down. So. <laughs> really? But when the sun shines, you know? And- when the sun
2: shines, you know? And she's right. When the sun shines in London, for me, it is one of the best cities. All you need in London is good weather. And then suddenly, pow, it's amazing. Um, And the sun does shine sometimes. And when it does, it's fantastic. You go into the park, you can go sunbathing, and you just get everything. It's great. And
1: and all these clean places, and and nothing drives me mad because you expect a bit of dirt,
2: don't Yeah. yeah. Nothing drives me mad because you expect a bit of dirt, don't you? Yeah, I suppose you do in a big city with lots of people. In the city? Yes, yes. And it has good
1: communication. I mean, you can go everywhere.
2: It has good communication, which is a a nice expression, because obviously communication, we associate that usually with talking and using language. But also in a city, when you say communication, it can mean uh, transport links. So when she says it has good communication, she means that it's easy to move around the city. We've got the underground and the buses and, uh, or you know, and taxis and and uh, and bikes and stuff. So there's good communication. Okay. Yes, yes,
1: and it has good communication. I mean, you can go everywhere. and... I love it. I so shall her. we
2: go now? Yes, okay. She says, "I love it. So shall we go now?" But what does he say? And, and
0: You'll never stop I love it. I so
2: shall you. we go? He says, "You'll never stop her, but I must stop her." Um, just a nice way to to basically for them to say, "Well, we have to go now." Uh, uh, i love it uh but we ha- shall we go now she says and he says you'll never stop her but i must stop her
1: i mean you can go everywhere and, and i love her, it I so shall her. we go now it's <laughs> yes,
2: okay great thank, uh, thank you. you very much thank you very much and i think he says good luck and then you'll hear in the background he says don't just don't you sell that will you <laughs> another kind of i guess he's joking don't you sell that will you and i said no no don't worry i won't i mean he's kind of joking but he's kind of telling the truth as well ish but i think he's really mainly just joking don't you sell that Bye, so shall we go now It's <laughs> yes, okay great thank you, thank you very much you. Have, have a lovely have day
1: you have yeah. a lovely day thank you
2: don't you sell it? i'm not selling it don't worry <laughs> all right cheers some people are writing in the comments well, do you have to say cheers at the end of everything well yeah it's just normal In English, in British English, we do say "cheers" to mean thank you and goodbye. It's an informal word that means thank you and goodbye. Well, thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. Do you have to write "cheer"? Do you have to say "cheers" every time? Well, yeah, I do actually. Yes. More pictures of the bird life. More footage of the bird life. Some footage of uh, the the mall the Victoria Memorial and Buckingham Palace. Okay. Where are you? And then we get these two girls that I uh, met on the Mall. And um two girls, they're probably in their 30s, maybe tw- 20s 30s. And these two girls were standing by the side of the Mall. The Mall is like this long road that goes from Trafalgar Square to Buckingham Palace, right? It's a famous street. It's where the, the you know the royal processions happen. Um you must have seen it the 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 tarmac on the Mall is red. So it's this red road that uh, leads to Buckingham Palace from Trafalgar Square. It's a very nice place to walk along. And so these two girls were there. And they I think they worked for the BBC, actually. And they were on some outside broadcast. And there was a guy uh, like a few meters away from them who had uh, who, who was doing a piece to camera. So they were with this camera crew doing some sort of outside broadcast, probably for the BBC, but they were just kind of like hanging back, um, hanging around while the the presenter was doing some um, talking in front of the camera. So I took the opportunity to go over and and see if they would mind talking to me for a couple of minutes. Um, And uh, very nice, very nice couple of girls. Um, And well, let's see. This This is where things get a little bit flirtatious again particularly the girl on the left. Um, this is back when I was a bachelor, when I was single. Um, and watching back to this and also comment section, people writing things like, oh, she liked you uh, and all this sort of stuff. So the girl on the left, I I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm imagining it or not, but I get the impression she was kind of, I don't know, flirting with me a little bit. Anyway, you could watch the video and see what you think. Not like really super strong flirting, but um, something we'll see, we'll see. Uh, the, the girl on the left is the one who talks second. So first, I talk to the girl on the right, and then the then the girl on the left. Okay, so here we go. Who are you from?
0: I'm from Blackpool, which is up north.
2: That's the girl on the left. Who I'm talking about? She's from Blackpool, which is up north. And then the girl on the right, I think, is from the south somewhere. Right.
0: I'm from just like
2: near Reading, I'm just near London. Okay. She says I'm 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 from near Reading, which is kind of near London. So the girl on the left is definitely seems to be much more interested in talking to me she seems more friendly the girl on the right is i get the impression she's not really that up for it so the girl i'm from blackpool which is up north like um and her body language is quite flirtatious she starts like stroking the back of her neck when she's talking to me I, I realised this later while looking at the video. While I was editing it later, I was thinking, "Damn, was she flirting with me?" I didn't notice. What kind of an idiot was I? Anyway, and the girl on the right, she's like, "Yeah, I'm from Reading, blah blah blah, whatever." I, I don't really want to do this. <laughs>
0: I'm from Blackpool, which is up north.
2: Right. And I'm
0: from just
2: like near Reading, I'm just of near London. Okay. So, oh, how long have you been here? I've
0: lived
2: in London for about two weeks so far. Okay. So she's like, you know, fresh off the boat kind of thing. I mean, not a boat, but she's only been living in London for two weeks. And so she's not, she's not kind of, What's what am I trying to say? She hasn't become like a cynical Londoner yet. So she's still like, yeah, I've been living here for two weeks. It's fantastic. And the girl on the right, I think, has probably been living here for a bit longer.
0: I've lived in London for probably
2: the last four years. Okay. Yeah, I, she says, yeah, I've lived in London for probably the last four years. And, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, she's she's more, she's got more of that slightly... Distant kind of slightly cool London thing going on. Right. So what? What's London like then? So
0: far, London's quite exciting. I've been surprised by how many things are going on all the time, sort of day and night.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, there's always something to do, always something free to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um And so far, it's not rained. Hey. <laughs> great. Uh,
2: yourself? Uh. Yeah. Same. it's a. Yeah. It's been a good place to live. I don't know. It's been
0: here for so long. I probably right. don't really. Take t- the- don't take as much
2: advantage of it as I should do. Yeah. All right, I understand it's noisy, okay, guys? So let me just go through this again. I'll, I'll, I'll just break it down step by step. How long have you been here? I've
0: lived in London for about two weeks, I so
2: thought. Okay. And I've
0: lived in London for probably the last four
2: years. Okay, right. So what... What? They're both very friendly. I don't mean to give the impression the girl on the right is like not interested. They're both very nice and friendly. London like... Then.
0: so far London's quite exciting I've been surprised by how many things are going on all the time sort of day
2: and night yeah uh, London's quite exciting I'm quite surprised by how many things are going on all the time day and night she's got that sort of she's got that sort of uh, northwest accent going on because she's from Blackpool which is up on the northwest coast I can't do the accent very well but anyway I'm from Blackpool um, so she's surprised at how Many things are going on all the time, day and night. And the girl on the right, I think, says, well, I've, probably, I've, I've been here such a long time that I kind of don't notice anymore, something like that. Um,
0: there's always something to do, always something free to do, mm. um, and so far it's
2: not rained. There's always something to do, always something free to do, and so far it's not rained, meaning so far it hasn't rained for the last two weeks, which is, which is always a bonus. Hey, great. Uh, yourself?
0: Uh! Yeah, same. Like it's a – yeah, it's been a good place
2: to live. I just- she goes, yeah, same. It's, you know, it's been a good place to live. I don't know really because I've lived here for so long, she says. Yourself? Uh, yeah,
0: same. Like it's a – yeah, it's been a good place
2: to live. I don't know because
0: I've been here for so long I probably oh, don't really – ta- the- don't
2: take as much advantage of it as I should do. Because I've been here for so long, I probably don't take as much advantage of it as I should do. So to take advantage of something. She says, because I've lived here for so long, I probably don't take as much advantage of it as I should do. To take advantage of something, really nice expression. Um, And to take advantage of something is to kind of, well, when you've got things available to you and you use them uh, fully, you kind of really use them as much as you can because they're available to you. It means you take advantage of them. For example, if you live in London, right? Uh, there are lots of free museums like loads of museums and galleries are free it's fantastic right so if you live in london you really should take advantage of that meaning you meaning you should make the most of that you should profit from that as much as you can um so yeah you should uh, visit those museums and galleries as much as possible because that's uh, something that's available to you um, and so you should do it right so um But also in the negative, you'd say, I don't take advantage of it as much as I should. That means when something is available to you, but you don't use it. You don't do it or use it as much as you should do. Like when I lived in London, I used to love going into London, into the center and walking around and seeing all the buildings and just soaking up the energy and all that stuff, uh, recharging my batteries. But I probably didn't take advantage of some of the things uh, that I should have done. Right, I should have gone to more of the museums and galleries. I should have learnt more about the history that, that I was, um, you know, walking a, a, around in. Um, I didn't take advantage of it as much as I should. Another example of that is when I was at university, right? So the university had various interesting things that were going on at the student union student union is like this the sort of base for the students there's a social program there's like live music going on there are free uh events that you can attend also they give you the the chance to um to do other kinds of work so at the student union you could get involved in in working with the student student union radio station um and there was a student union radio station and i could have become a part of that i could have got some really valuable experience of becoming a dj or something with a student union radio station i didn't I, I was a bit more shy and retiring i stayed at home a lot with my friends i stayed in quite a lot i should have taken advantage of all those opportunities i had at the students union but i didn't so anyway this girl is saying because i've lived here for so long i probably don't take as much advantage of it as i should
0: it's been here for so long i probably don't really Take Te- a- don't take as much advantage
2: of it as I should do. Yeah. What's the worst thing about London? Um, traffic,
0: commuting, getting around.
2: What's the worst thing about it? Traffic, commuting, getting around. Commuting. There's um there's a good word which you may know. Um, I don't know if you've got the word commuting or an equivalent in your language, but commuting basically means travelling from your home to work. Probably travelling. Over a fairly long distance, I would say commuting would be at least half an hour, maybe more half an hour, an hour. I know some of you in in some countries commute uh, quite long distances to get to work. Some of you are driving for an hour, maybe an hour or two to get to work, depending on where you live. Uh, But it's quite common in London to commute for about half an hour to an hour. Uh, It's difficult to live in the centre of London because the properties are so expensive, especially Zone 1 in a place like the city of Westminster, um, which is where you find Buckingham Palace and stuff like that. Um, You know, not many people live in Zone 1. I mean, the Queen, uh, the Prime Minister, you know, people like that. But normal, ordinary people don't usually live in Zone 1. Even Zone 2 is difficult to live in just because of the property prices. So a lot of people, especially when you are in your 20s and 30s, um, a lot of people will uh, live in the outskirts of London. They'll live in, you know, areas just outside London that are a bit cheaper or maybe not even outside, still in London, but in the, you know, in the outskirts, um, in the cheaper areas. And then you have to commute into the city and it takes you half an hour or an hour. London is a very, very big city. Um, when I used to live there, I spent many years living in Ealing, which is in West London, and I had to commute into the centre of London to go to work. And I had to walk up to the Overland train station, uh, at West Ealing station, and take an Overland train to Paddington uh, station, which is sort of in, I guess it's in zone two, Paddington. And then I would take uh, two underground lines to get to work. So I'd have to take the Bakerloo line uh, to the central line and then take the central line somewhere else um, so it was a quite a long commute and there were often large numbers of people big crowds of people all squashed into the underground together so that is the worst thing about it is the 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 just the sheer volume of traffic and the the complicated and tiring commuting that you have to do
0: traffic commuting getting around i think okay price
2: traffic commuting getting around price um right yeah it's very expensive yeah. isn't it? and then the girl on the left here right now i don't know if she's flirting with me or just being friendly and nice it's hard to tell but uh some people commented that uh at this point she's she kind of gives me a little sign she basically tells me that she's lonely so she says yeah i've been living here and you know i don't get to meet people very much and i'm quite lonely she says and i mean maybe i'm not that kind of guy you know the sort of guy who's always looking to like pick girls up all the time you know that sort of uh that sort of guy i i i should have maybe have said oh you know well if you're lonely you know just here's my number just give me a call maybe we can just go for a drink sometime i should have said that i mean i don't regret it now obviously because there's a lot of water under the bridge and i'm you know happily married but it's just interesting. To look back on a moment ten years ago and realize, Oh, I see maybe she was flirting with me, and i didn 't notice um, you can see you can tell me what you think if you if you watch the video, you can kind of decide, is she just being friendly or is there something else going on Have you discovered a worse thing yet
0: uh- Honestly, the worst thing is it's quite difficult to meet people and yeah. um, because a lot of people live so far away and it's quite difficult to get to them. It's quite mm. hard to see your friends, yeah. so it can sometimes be quite lonely. Yeah.
2: Okay, thank you very much. It's not just the way she, what she says, it's kind of like the body language as well. I don't know, maybe she's just being nice and friendly, but it strikes me now as like she was, you know, like batting her eyel- eyelashes at me, you know, when... Do you know what that means? To bat your eyelashes. It's kind of a way of blinking. But sometimes when girls flirt with people, um, they might blink their eyes a bit. I don't know why. I don't know why that's a flirtatious thing to do. Uh, but sometimes that kind of blinking of the eyes and a certain kind of smile and looking at me in a certain way, I think there was definitely something going on. But she says, what? Yeah.
0: And because a lot of people, the worst thing is...
2: She goes, honestly... She says, the worst thing is. It's
0: quite difficult to meet people.
2: It's quite difficult to meet people. Yeah.
0: And because a lot of people live so far away. And, it's
2: and because a lot of people live so far away, I think she says, it can be quite lonely. And then she looks at me.
0: It's quite difficult to meet people. Yeah. And because a lot of people live so far away and it's quite difficult to get to them, it's quite mm. hard to see your friends. Yeah. So it can sometimes be quite lonely. Yeah.
2: Sometimes be quite lonely. She looks at me and then like a little slow smile on her face okay thank you very much okay well that was that um and i think that's the last interview in the video Uh you just um see some more footage of taxis black taxis driving down the mall video part two coming soon it says at the end of the video so there you go folks um That was native English speaker interviews, part one, or sort of uh, Luke's adventures in flirting. Um, And uh, let me just wrap this up by looking at some of that language again. There's just a few items of vocab. So we've got, do you remember, what's it like? So this means tell me about it or how is it? It doesn't mean what do you like about London. So what is London like? It's busy. What do you like about it? I like the theatres. There was, it's all gone to the dogs. If If you say something has gone to the dogs, it means it's much worse now than it was before. Um, the underground or the underground um, is quite dirty and grimy. Grimy just means dirty. it's like residual dirt. Um, it's quite grimy. Uh, that's not dust, okay you've got dust and grime. Dust is the stuff that you get in your home. So if you if you um, yeah if you don't clean, if you don't do the dusting for a few weeks, there'll be dust on the top of everything. If you go over to your TV and just run your finger along the top of the TV, you'll probably find some dust. So that dust, and it's made from little bits of hair, little bits of fabric, probably sort of human skin as well. That's dust. Uh, Dust builds up in your home on surfaces. But grime is stuff that's probably a result of air pollution. So it's like the dirt that builds up on on the walls in the the underground. That's grime, and it's quite grimy. Uh, To recharge your batteries, meaning to give yourself some energy by doing something pleasant and stimulating. Uh, To shout someone down. Remember, the the woman said that she went to Rome and she told everyone that uh, she thought London was much more beautiful, and they all shouted her down. To disagree with someone loudly in order to stop them talking. And then to take advantage of something means to use something good, which is available to you. So something's available to you, and you can use it. You use it to its full extent. Okay? For example, if I say to you, you'll find a transcript on the page for this episode, then you should take advantage of that, meaning you should use this thing which is available to you. Um, and then commuting as well, travelling from home to work every day, probably over a fairly long distance. There you go. All right, so that's that. Um, what do you think of this? I might do the other videos in the series as well at some point because there's London Video Interviews parts 1, uh, two three four and five so i could do episodes for the other ones as well plus i did um, interviews in the street with people about the royal family uh, and i did one about the olympics and stuff so i might revisit those videos as well thank you very much for listening don't forget to check out the luke's english podcast app Um, Just search the App Store for Luke's English Podcast app and you'll find all of the episodes of the normal podcast. So the full episode archive is available in the app and you can download episodes into the app and then just listen to them offline. For example, if you're going to fly or if you're going to, you know, take an underground train or... If you're going to go somewhere where there's no internet connection, you can still listen to the episodes if you've downloaded them into the app. Um, also, there are loads of other things in the app, like all of, all these videos. There's loads of videos in there now. Various app-only episodes, including the conversation I had with Fred um, on Friday about Avengers Endgame. That's our full spoiler-filled review. If you want to join Fred and me as we talk about Avengers Endgame, talking about every single thing that happens as far as we can remember, um, and giving our thoughts and everything. Then you'll find our Avengers Endgame review in the app as well, in the app-only episodes category. Also, you can get all of the episodes of Luke's English Podcast Premium um, in the app too. You'll have to become a premium subscriber to do that. Uh, And if you want to do that, just go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium to um, basically sign up to Luke's English Podcast Premium. It just costs... It's like just a few dollars a month and you can get access to all of my premium episodes. You can access them through the app and also you can access them online on the website. And uh, those episodes are all about vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation. And that's where we really get down to business and uh, really go into some depth and detail about uh, the language. So it's my chance to teach you using my particular set of skills so that's luke's english podcast premium which is also available in the app okay uh, just search the app store for luke's english podcast app that's it then thank you so much for listening i'm going to go on holiday now not right now but i mean tomorrow we're flying uh to um we're, we're flying down uh to the south of france to spend a week down there to enjoy some sunshine to recharge our batteries um so I'll we'll, I'll be away for about a week which probably means that you won't get any content for a while it's going to be well at least a week uh, until I upload new stuff and it also probably means that I won't be available in the comments section I probably won't be responding to emails and messages and things like that just because well it's family time isn't it um I might I might there might be chances you know in the evening or something for me to respond to a few messages but if you don't get responses from me then it's just because i'm relaxing and having a bit of family time okay but i will be back in due course and there will be more premium episodes coming soon the last premium stuff i did was all about present perfect tense going into full detail about how this tense actually works and how you can use it correctly um So anyway, there'll be more premium episodes, more normal episodes coming soon uh, when I'm back from my holiday. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'll speak to you again soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.
1: luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premiuminfo.